Hello and welcome to another episode of No Look Time. My name is Ovid Villas and with me is the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> oh man, we lost Obed, guys. That's it. He's gone. <laughs> See, oh. he the show, he couldn't last more than like five <laughs> seconds. He's like, I'm gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. He can't speak. It's over, guys. That's the podcast. See you on episode. What, what number episode are we on anyways? 177? 177. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. okay. Wow. See, I remember. I'm drooling, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Holy crap. It's awesome. That was Can't explain. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's contagious. He's gonna make me go, dude. <laughs> this is awesome. My, oh man. My <laughs> so, so I hope you guys are enjoying us on the, the live stream, especially because if you're watching the video version right now, you are witnessing Obed broken. We broke Obed, guys. If you're listening to the podcast version, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please follow us on Facebook because you want to see what's happened to Obed right now. It is it is beautiful. <laughs> How you doing, bro? Dude, I'm, I'm I'm doing great, right? I'm doing great when watching you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I I know we've got a loaded show today. We got a lot of different things to get into. We got a lot of stuff that we're gonna have to cover. We got uh, obviously our great reaction that's gonna be coming up here oh. in a short bit to Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, we got <laughs> our. <laughs> we're it's gonna a be spoiler heavy about, episode, spoiler guys. Spoiler heavy. Get ready. Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, talking as well. Man, that show's picking up pace. Uh, of course, we got a Loki trailer. Yeah. We got some more controversy in the Justice League uh, storyline that continues to unfold. So, man, this is going to be some episode. <laughs> he tried. I tried to give him time to come back. <laughs> All right. I watched the show, Jill. Um. Over the last few days, a show that um, we talked about in the in the podcast. <laughs> and that's it, guys. You you have to guess the show. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, I was not expecting to, to like it as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he can't make it guys he can't make it i hope he can make it but i don't know if he can make it <laughs> man all right deep breaths, um, over deep breaths. <laughs> right in inner peace yeah all right so um i started watching titans okay on hbo max yeah um nice. and I, I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I do. I'm sweating, yeah, it's bro. It's awesome. <laughs> so um Did you watch both season one and two or you're just still starting I'm off? I'm on episode one? five of the first season. Okay. So I got to the episode where Jason Todd shows up, basically yep. the the one. And uh man, like I wasn't expecting it to be th as violent as it is. Oh yeah. I thought it was more of a CW sort of thing you know mild right um and uh yeah very good 
Like everyone's pretty good. <laughs> You're laughing over there. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm 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 I I I return. I my composure returned, sir. I'm just I'm just happy that uh no gas came out during that that laughing session. <laughs> so so I'm I'm good. Um, <laughs> very unique episode today, oh, Joe. We're off you. to a good start, bro. I know this is gonna be a great show. Yeah, yeah, bro. So um. I'm I'm not a big fan of the uh the angsty Robin. Like that's the only probably honestly the only thing so far that um that I think it's at least a little weird to me, right? Cuz uh we know that um that was that's Jason Todd's like shtick, right? Right. Not really Robin. Not not really uh not really uh Dick Grayson's. So yeah. um so that's that's a little weird. Um, but other than that, I think it was good, dude. The the whole thing with that, like the assassin family, it was so creepy yeah, and dude, weird, that's wild. Yeah, like I'm enjoying it. Like yeah, I did not, ex- yeah, I did not expect to enjoy it. I was like, oh, you know what? I'll watch it. I'll watch. I mean, if you went in with low expectations, it probably <clears throat> helps to like if you compare it against a CW show, it's much better. Like you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like when they made this, they they didn't put a lot of restrictions on the creators. They let them really do what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that probably helped. I I do think it suffers from uh, over-dramification is the wording I would use. And you yeah. kind of carries as you, <laughs> you carry through it. Like you'll see like like Raven was one of my issues. Uh, Robin was definitely one of them too. But yeah. Raven was one of them too because she's kind of like, like, they, like she, her character's supposed to be dark, but not necessarily always depressed to that extent. And they kind of on oh, Raven, it, you mean? Yeah, it's a little jarring at some some. Yeah, moment. not like a, it's it 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 doesn't um, it's it's still you know watchable. Like, I'm not saying it's not, but there's moments where you're like, "We're goodness, we're having the same conversation again." But yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You know, but I mean, I feel like with, I'm good. with the show, I feel like with the show, dude, like it's definitely going to be one of those things that when they come into this next season, because they've had so much time to come back. I know you're obviously going to get through season one, then you get to do season two. But I feel like by the time they come back for season three, they're going to be really in good hands because they set it up for a massive, massive Jason Todd uh, stuff that's going to be happening. I heard, yeah. So I, that's what I'm most excited for. I can get to watch the, the DC fandom thing for that, but I had heard really good things about it. So I'm Ooh. glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, <clears throat> I was laughing. No, not now. <laughs> I was laughing now, but I was laughing yesterday. <laughs> We're going to have to go. We're going to have to cut and come back in a few minutes, man. I'm, I think so. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so <laughs> I was watching it yesterday and I was laughing because it, it's it's the show where nobody knows anything. Who are those guys? I don't know. Why are they after you? I don't know. What's your power? I don't know. Where you come from? I don't know. It's like no one knows anything. It was great. It was great. It's like, and I was, it was really funny. And I, was, I started laughing. Not now, but yesterday when I was watching it. Um, but I've been watching it. It's good. I enjoyed it, man. Enjoyed it quite a bit. That's uh, good. Yeah. It's and I wasn't expecting cool stuff. That's true. Cool. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really expecting to uh, to like it as much as as I do. I was. I had tempered expectations. And that's probably why. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoyed it. Solid. 
I think. It's not Falcon Winter Soldier, because... Oh, yeah. Bro, you want to talk about that first, and then we talk uh, Goji? Let's do it. Okay. Yep. Man. Like, Zemo. Bro. Bro. Dancing Zemo. Bro. <laughs> Don't even the thing with dancing Zemo, right? Like, so far, he's the best villain. <laughs> oh, or, I guess, Arch? Or, or anti-hero? Oh, he's a villain. Yeah. I mean, he's like he's a full, fully fledged villain. But he doesn't in the come comics. across in a typical way. That's what's great. Correct. Yeah. He's so not, he's not typical. <clears throat> yeah, because in the comics, it, he, he comes across as a, you know, straight up villain. And yeah. on on Civil War, same thing. You know, he was very methodical, and you know, his ends were villainous. Uh, versus here, he's more of an ideologue. And oh man, he's so good. I know he's so, so good. The moment I got excited with Zemo was when they started when he finally, you know, he finally gets out of this prison. Spoilers again, guys, we're getting into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he gets out of prison and you know, instantly he gets to this massive, you know, private jet or whatever he's got. And they're like, wait, like, what's going on here? It's like we the guy rich. is rich. Like, and I and I was waiting for them to to do this because I was hoping. That I'm like, if you're gonna have Zemo on the big screen, you can't just have him as this like distraught family man. Like that would be so so sad. As the actor does a great job and everything, but I'd be really sad if that's as far as you take a character like Baron Zemo. But they are starting to take his character up, and we we're not even close to the arch, uh, to the arc that he's gonna have. Excuse me, uh, you know, as Zemo, it's gonna get way more cooler. Um, hopefully he gets his sword. Uh, that that's something I hope for at some point. It's uh, it's pretty cool stuff they're doing there. Yeah, man, it's great. Um, I I think the uh, the do you think Sharon is the uh, what's it called the the shareholder or whatever they they call the uh, yeah, like the I, person behind the scenes that's actually controlling stuff. I don't think she's evil, right? But yeah, but yeah, because it was it was too weird, like. Yeah. It was odd. It was odd. It was odd. They they, they oh. want you to feed into that that narrative. They're very they're putting it and I can't imagine yeah. that it'd be that simple. Like I don't wouldn't make sense to me. So yep, I'll have to keep watching for sure. Yeah, man. And then uh, you know now Wakanda's involved. Uh, I'm wondering if there was any changes and if they're going to bring up, you know, hey, T'Challa's dead or. Because we don't know, right? There's rumors. There's still rumors that he's gonna get recast, right? There's there's both rumors that they're gonna continue on without him and do another thing, but then it wouldn't make sense. So I I think honestly, you, you know what? It, it it really stinks. But I hate to say it, just bring in T'Challa from Earth Two or something like you know what I'm saying that kind of concept. <clears throat> yeah, like I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. That's where we have to go. But you literally had somebody, unfortunately pass away so it's not like you're like axing a character because you know you just don't have the actor around like it's you literally have to do something if they don't do that then obviously the, the clear answer has to be sure you, you got to do it um and you got to turn that into a really cool arc i think that the the the, the creator ryan coogler is a smart enough guy to do it but yeah bring an earth to um black yeah. panther and still have Shuri as a black man you can have both i mean i don't i don't care yeah, um, but yeah. yeah, dude, I love the Wakanda connection at the end there. Um, 
Did you want to talk about though the X Men connection with uh with a place right? Yeah, with dude. the island. Yeah, right. So I'm not super familiar, but I know that it is that that island is like basically directly connected to the X Men. That's right, and so, that and that the the lady that's that gets shot that we don't know if she's dead or not, right? right. She gets shot. Uh, she's supposed to be immune. Yes. So uh, that I yes. that I know. Other and, than and, that, I'm I'm not super. And, and on that exact same um, location that the Maljapur, that same place, they very um, very Marvel esque give us a little, some different shots of different areas, and one of the shots is the Princess Bar, and that one in particular is a place that we have seen in the comics wolverine um at frequent um he goes by the character he goes by a name of like patch or something along those lines and i think he like it's like as like a pseudo owner of it or something along those lines so there i mean who would have thought falcon and winter soldier would be the one to give us some x-men stuff yeah i like it i mean obviously we got what we got with with wandavision um, I thought it'd be more, but I'm okay with what we got because it kept it true to, to WandaVision as a headline. Yeah. But uh, there's a good chance. I I never predicted that we would have a mutant in Falcon Winter Soldier. That wasn't one of my, hey, I think this is going to happen. It's but not in your bingo card. Not in my bingo <laughs> card, dude. But here comes Marvel saying, I gotcha. Selby, this this character um, that, that it gets shot, you know, mm-hmm. very well could be, or at least the people now that are after her. Um they had some really cool, cool little little hints to to the X Men in that particular scene. That was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, it was really good. That episode was really good because they couldn't have an uh, an entire episode with them trying to break Zemo out. Oh yeah. And I love how they did it. It was like, oh yeah, like I started something already, <laughs> and then it happens. And it was it was really well done. It was really good. Um. Yeah, and I, I think that uh, the actor is da- Daniel Burr. Daniel Brawl. Brawl, yeah. Uh, he's just very charismatic. And, like, he reminds me of uh, of Christoph Waltz. Like, like he's, like, sort of, like, demeanor and, like, oh, like, 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 Waltz is a little more animated, right? Sure. This is, like, the, he is, like, a Bond villain, too. It's the, it's the, the charm, it's yeah. the regalness that he, he brings to the character that's just so perfect. Yeah. Because even on uh, Civil War, we saw it when. Oh, for sure. Even at the end, you know, he was very composed with everything that was happening and he accepted that. You know, while he got caught, he still succeeded at what he was trying to do, and it was it was really good. So, can't wait to tomorrow watch another episode because it was really good, yeah, really, dude. really, really good. So, I'm I really enjoying it already. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah I, I told you that 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 Sharon scene, dude, like that that fight sequence. Of, yeah. I did not see that coming. That I'm over here thinking good. that they're showing all these dudes around here, and it's gonna be like a hey group fight against these guys or whatever. She took most she of them like, out. I was like, oh, I stand corrected. She could take all these people out. Okay, yeah. pretty awesome so, scene. So here, here's what I don't and refresh my mind, right? Sure. But when did she steal uh, the shield? When we're talking about when. Uh, when we get to Civil War, when they're when they're in the car and, and yes, yeah, okay, right. So she has to give it back to him there, gotcha. right? Gotcha. And that's gotcha. why you know Spidey tries to steal it back in the final. It gets yeah, 
But, Got uh, it. Yeah, because I was like, I was trying to put two and two together, and now it just, it just, just came yes. up. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the scene where it's like, put your, put your share up. No, and that's when they're in the car watching them. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, I got it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very good. Very very good show. Very so good. if you're not watching it, definitely you should because it's it's real good. Um. Want to talk about Goji? Let's do it. I so, want to hear you you go in on this, dude. Okay. So I appreciate the movie is is Godzilla versus Kong. Like the the humans are there to like move the plot along, really, but they're like the main thing. Right, they're the main actors in the movie. Basically, they're the protagonists. Um, incredible to see Godzilla and Kong both show more emotion in this movie than the entirety of the cast of Twilight during what four movies. So, nothing against Robert Pattinson. I think he grew out of that role, right? Uh, and same with uh, with Kristen Stewart. But if you if you compare the acting. By by Godzilla and King Kong <laughs> versus <Two> CGI characters. <laughs> yep. Versus uh, um what you had in like Twilight. <clears throat> Man, night and day. It's like wow. I can I can watch these guys duke it out all day. So yeah, this is very much a Kong movie, honestly. Uh I, he is not the victor, like as as I suspected, but but it is very much a, a Kong movie. Um, you know, the movie starts with Kong. He's the first thing we see, uh, and he's the last thing we see. Uh, yeah, we got v- not as much Godzilla in the movie as I thought. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, I-, I think the 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 moments that the they had Godzilla were were really well well done, right? We we all knew the 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 twist, right? Uh, we just we were not sure how it was going to happen. If if it was like a like a fake Godzilla, like in the original. Um, uh, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. We didn't know if it was gonna be like that, but at the end, it was a, a separate Apex project that they had going on. Um, Mecha Godzilla was really good. It was really cool looking. Uh, appreciate it, uh, man. I, I I liked it. I liked it. Would you? Did that I, I didn't, bother I didn't, you? The Ghidorah head thing they used no. in, that, in that way? No, you're fine with no, that. No, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, because at the end, basically, uh, Ghidorah fries the guy and and essentially takes over Mecha Godzilla. So that's right. what that's what they're fighting is the ghost of Ghidorah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah and now, I over assumed they were just gonna take Ghidorah's DNA and you, like from at the end of you know the last Godzilla movie, they were gonna just basically like bring him back completely. It's like no, they just let it turn into a skull and transmitted over it's like okay yeah yeah so oh so you thought that there was there were gonna be more meat to it <laughs> yeah, like, i thought yeah i was like oh it's just a skull I was like i yeah. remember we had a full a full like healthy head chopped off just sitting there and i was like okay yeah. maybe they're gonna you know bring clone him nope different take yeah. it didn't bother me i just thought that was interesting yep uh yeah i had heard something about the skull um but i wasn't sure Right, I thought the skull was inside the uh, the mech, not like a separate thing that they were using to communicate with it. Right, but uh, but it was it was you know it's sort of like like what I saw coming, so it didn't really bother me. Um, honestly, dude, I I thought that they were gonna kill Godzilla in this movie, like really, because they got to that point where it's like, no, it wouldn't surprise me 
that that Godzilla dies, Kong ends up cleaning the mess, right? Uh, and the end at the end of the movie, we get a we get a, a tease with like uh, like the son of God, the son of Godzilla or Godzilla Junior, however you want to call it. Like it, it like okay. I, I was expecting something like that, but then but then when uh, when uh, they did the CPR on 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 or on Kong and Kong woke up and it's like okay yeah no he's not he's gonna like last minute come in uh, and do it, dude it was a wrestling match basically. Like it was, it was watching WWE round two. Yeah. It was watching WWE basically dude, but, but you know, bigger and better. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I I think the, 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 the human characters were, were there just because they need them. Right. Um, Honestly, you know, most of the stuff was, was okay. You know, it was okay. Written. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. It wasn't fantastic. There was a, a a few cool moments. I think uh, definitely the girl Gia was like the most important character in the movie because she's she's like the one that really moves the uh, the plot. And uh, you know the the thing with uh, the the podcaster and and <laughs> and Millie Bobby Brown going around and and the uh, the kid from Deadpool two and just going around and looking for like clues and whatnot. It was it was fine, right? Problem was that uh, uh, the kid and and the podcaster were were they were canceling each other. It's like who's the funny guy? I'm the funny guy. I'm the funny guy. So um, I think that the kid should have been more like in the middle sort of character, uh, and have the pos- the podcaster be the crazy you know funny guy since he was like the conspiracy theorist and all this stuff. Um, so I, I think that they they should have just wrangled the kid up a little bit. And that would have been a little bit better. Uh, other than that, to me, his character wasn't wasn't even necessary. It was like super opinion. throwaway. Yeah, it was super throwaway. To be honest, like he was just like like yeah. he gets his one scene to pour the water, and that's he said Mecha Godzilla though. Yeah, he gives him the name. But yeah. You could have any other character do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, no offense, but it's just like okay. Yeah. You know, so so I don't know. And he was not mentioned in the movie, Joel, but the dude, the Japanese dude, it's supposed to be Sarasawa's son. I did hear this. Yeah, and they, and they did not mention him by nope. name, dude. It's like, dude, uh, it's like the something. main character, the main human from the other movies, and yep. he didn't even mention him. Did he die? Like, he got uh, fried no, by Beck. Right. But, yeah, but we don't know if he died or not. So. Right. Um. Yeah, well, I was ambiguous there. Um. I think I still I still like King of the Monsters a little bit better. It was it good? Was it? It was fun. It was enjoyable. Yeah, sure. sure was. You know, it was really. Uh, I I'm I'm glad that the movie doesn't over overstate its welcome. It was you know shorter than the other two movies. Uh, it was straight to the point. There was no filler. Basically, it was point A to point B to point C, and and you know move along, and that's it. You know, and I appreciate that. So, you know, it didn't make me waste my time. It was good. I appreciate it. It was good. I Liked love it. that we get Kong's uh, palace, in essence. Uh, but it just gets there to be destroyed in a matter of minutes. You're like, oh, I know. That was, that was an awesome scene. Gone. Yeah. Like, well, I would have yeah. loved to have, you know, learned more about this place. Yeah. I know obviously it's, you know, teasing things, but And and the thing with the atomic breath, right? And and it just basically going to almost the earth's core. 
Yeah. Like, that, that was like, bro, if it like a direct hit from that thing, and it's like vaporized, honestly. Yeah. 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 Like, you're not even cooked. It's like you're, no, you're it's particles. The, yeah. Like, that's it. You're, you're one with the sky. <laughs> Basically. Uh. Basically. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think, I think it was good overall. Um, I heard that the Toho license uh, for Godzilla that it's done with Legendary, and they were waiting. Mm. Um, they were basically waiting because the license expired last year, and because his movie got delayed. Um, you know, basically the license they they released it with an expired license, almost if you want to mm. call it that, right? But because of what happened, you know, Toho has you know they understand what's happening, so. Uh, sure. Because they're in the same place over over in Japan. So, um, what I heard is that Legendary was waiting to see what the reception to this movie was going to be, which positive because you know number one movie since the pandemic hit and oh yeah did really good numbers on HBO Max. So, and I'm sure that next weekend it's probably going to be number one again. Um, so so I heard they were waiting to see what route do they go into like do they do they try and renew with toho again and try and make more of these movies uh what's international reception is going to be like uh you know i'm, I'm 122 a, million dollars it's it, made it did well in china like it did like oh, yeah. 70 million in china yeah so i i think i think we may see we may see godzilla again uh in the in the u.s uh, I'm I'm def- I'm gonna buy it on, buy it on Blu-ray just so I can have the trilogy, right? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. So, Where do you want them to go from here? If it if it's in your hands and pie in Man. the sky, you could do whatever you want. What do you do with this this world? Wow, that's a that's a tough one. Because I think that's what a lot of people left watching is like it was such a good time. They're like, we want more. What's next? Yeah, because they're, they're we get spoiled we get spoiled with the Marvel films and these other things. So you that see you, some kind of come together like this. Yeah. Like what's going to happen? Um, I think that they they probably both into another solo movie and then they come back together to, for another one. So they're probably going to do uh you know another Kong with something else. Um, uh, and if they redo the Godzilla license, they'll probably do another Godzilla with. Uh, like Destroya or something, you know, or, or Space Godzilla or something like that, right? Um, one of the one of the big baddies, like Destroya, you know, basically one of the one of the ones that killed Godzilla because Godzilla died died like what three times? The original movie, yeah. Um, the original movie, the uh, got Mechagodzilla two, the one that came out in the nineties, and then Destroya. So those are the three times that Godzilla actually died in the in the Japanese versions. So maybe we'll get Destroya. What's a plant? The plant one that the um, that's like a ah. Live fact checking. Uh, Obed, Godzilla fan. It's a. Uh, Jeez, what's that? What's that plant monster? Plant monster. Yeah, it is. Uh, the Earth Strikes Back. 
No, it is. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what it was. Because he was like a oh, it's a Biolanti. Biolanti, yeah. So don't remember that. Yeah. So maybe they'll do like Biolanti or 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 Destroya or or Space Space Godzilla. So if they do one of those, right, and then, uh, and then they do uh, Mecha King Gidra for like another one with Kong. And maybe bring Gamera or Jet Jaguar or I don't know something stupid because this movie was super silly and I loved it because it was it like, has to be yeah it was like embraced the silliness and 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 I love that they did it so man I'm I'm excited yeah it was good I I had a good time man I'm telling you you watching the movies right in the theater yes I did yes I did Pause I it. think I, well I'm sure you'd say the same thing I know you had your own home theater experience the sound was what really made it wowzers um you get some really crazy incredible sound moments and then like you know yeah. obviously it, it, it's a huge payoff when you get some of those ridiculous like especially that that crater scene you know and godzilla comes right out the water and kong's looking over the water and some really really good um details for a visual effects standpoint but story-wise same as you man like i thought it was a very safe a very um very safe, yeah. good time don't take themselves seriously. The humans don't bother me. You know, they're they, that, which is a huge thing for movies like this. I mean, we, Transformers needs to take a, a, a page out of this because if you made movies or Transformers did what Transformers do and the humans are there with the story regularly, not crazy now. Yeah. And even, even the, the first Godzilla to some extent. So, Just go for, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause that, that first Godzilla. Um, they they had the bait and switch with uh with Brian Cranston, and you know right. that was that was a big thing that there was oh Brian Cranston is gonna be in this movie and whatnot. So, um, you know, that was a big thing. So, um, I, I think that movies to that end that movies that movies whose main characters are not human can definitely take a page out of this movie um, because they, they really do do it well. It's like, we want to see monsters fighting and that's what we get. And then in between rounds, we get humans. <laughs> that's basically what it is. But that's that uh, final sequence was pretty long, dude. Like once, once they get to Hong Kong, dude, that, that once Godzilla gets to Hong Kong, that is like nonstop action until the end of the movie for a good, you know, 40 minutes basically or you know a half hour it was good uh yeah, i enjoyed man, it, it. Great. yeah it was good it was i enjoyed it man it's like yeah, yeah we we knew like i, I was team goji right uh, yeah that wasn't a surprise <laughs> yeah to me. um also kind of old dog new dog even though they're both like ancient you know kind of like yeah Kong exactly. kind of was perceived as the old man here yeah yeah uh but it was cool the thing with the axe was cool um yeah yeah yeah, the, no, the axe is literally like a, you know, the, his bone and back, whatever, out of out of another Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the thing with the uh, with the Godzilla down in the uh, in the core or the Hollow Earth, it, it made me think that there was like there were not necessarily enemies; that they were there was some sort of alliance at one point. Right. Yeah. Their species. Yeah. Cur yeah. So and I like the little nod at the you know at the end. It's like 
All right, all right. Oh, yeah, respect. respect, and yeah. Drops the axe. Drops the axe, a little nod, and, you know, when uh, when they're both yelling at each other, and Godzilla's like, all right, I, I, I see you, I see you. I, I, you're, I don't think you're going to be breaking stuff. I think you're a good guy. Let's him go, but it's too late. He was, like, too busted, right? So they got to save Dude, him. Dude, the destruction in this movie <laughs> is off the walls. <laughs> This would be bad. Absolutely. Set. No, no. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Batman's gonna be so triggered after so this. Triggered. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Hong Kong does not exist yeah, like, anymore. They literally, just, they literally killed everyone that ever was in that area, oh, dude. Oh my goodness, dude. There was a there's a scene with Mecha Godzilla. He goes like just going around with the with the atomic breath and 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 just like basically he's like all the buildings are gone i was like great oh, look at this goodness. crap like, it's a movie so i don't really care but like yeah. man these guys just it was out of control how many more buildings can we destroy yeah <laughs> it was out of it was out of control <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think they uh they they try to do because there's a there's a a few things in the movie right that they and, and I know we're we're going a little over. Uh, we're talking about the movie, but it's you know it, it's it's a movie. I, I think we we both were very much looking forward to it. So uh, you know, might as well just talk about it. Um, th- there was a few callbacks to to Shin Godzilla. I don't know if you've ever, if you know of Shin Godzilla or if ever watched it by name. I don't recognize. So it. Shin Godzilla is a movie that came out in twenty sixteen. Uh, it's a Japanese movie. And it's basically a retelling of the original Godzilla, and it's the uh, is directed by the guy that did uh, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. So it's it's trippy. There's a lot of human drama. The movie is it's a Japanese movie. Oh, I did. So there's a lot of drama, but the movie got like best picture in like the Japanese thing, right? So the thing with with this movie is spoiler alert: is that Godzilla is is. it's it's basically a, an entity of like infinite evolution, so it can adapt to everything in you know, it eventually becoming itself a god, Godzilla. So basically, that's uh that's the premise of the movie. Uh, but without going into it too much, uh, there were there were a few callbacks with like the Godzilla coming out of the water, uh, you know, when he was like, oh yeah, that when idea. he was swimming at the with the first time he shows up and and he pops his head out of the water and and roars and just goes back down, that's like a super like Shin Godzilla, um, shot right there, uh, and uh, you know, there's a uh, another scene with, um, with Mecha Godzilla when he's doing the breath and he's going around basically the city just railing everything. It's just like just it was like yeah that's. Also, call back to Chin Godzilla because it's basically like that. It's like Godzilla just destroying everything again. So, um, it's uh, it's good. It's good. Again, they should do that. They should do another Kong, another Goji, and then and then bring them back together for another big battle uh, where one of them dies, and that's probably gonna be Godzilla, and then Godzilla's gonna get reborn into like like Kid Godzilla or Godzuki or. <laughs> Forever. Do you ever watch the? Uh, do, you ever, do you ever watch that cartoon? No, no, Joe. Come on, oh man. Oh my god. So there was an old man that that show has to be. It's probably seventies. It's wow. either early eighties or or seventies. Let's see, Godzilla. 
cartoon because it was a, it was a Hanna Barbera thing. Oh my gosh! So uh, it's 1978. Wow! So that's what that's when it only came out two seasons. Uh, I remember watching it a ton when I was a kid because sure. I really liked it. Um, and uh, and there was a, a like a, a baby Godzilla called Godzuki. <laughs> Godzuki, and he was annoying as hell, dude. And it was like fl- he flew. He had like little wings, like like uh, basically like a like like one of those lizards that basically oh spreads his goodness. legs and 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 kind of like floats, right? Yeah. But he was like he sounded like a like a you know a challenged lizard, and it was it was it was not great. It was not great. Uh, Godzuki was not great. I I never was a big fan. Oh, um, but I was a fan of the of the cartoon show. If you have a chance, it's probably on YouTube. Oh yeah, it's like a YouTube bit. Yeah, just YouTube Godzuki, and it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but there's a movie. There's a there's a Japanese movie. I think it's late '60s. Um, that was the Son of Godzilla. I think it came out after uh, the original King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, must have must have been like '65, '68, some one of those. Yeah, uh, it, it's ridiculous. But I, I don't think they're gonna go that ridiculous if they do it here. But but that could be like the cliffhanger, right? It's like, oh, there's a smaller Godzilla around that's, you know, eventually gonna grow big. So, yeah, good stuff, man. I, uh, it, I enjoyed I, it. I appreciate your analysis on that because I was just curious as a fan, like what you thought would happen next. So that makes sense. Yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Also, just throwing it out there, the Godzilla cartoon based on on the uh, Zilla movie on the '98 movie. Yeah. Uh that the cartoon show is really good. Yep. So it's it's a sequel basically to the movie and it's good. It's actually very very decent, very entertaining. So yeah. Um until so you want to talk let's let's do justice league again. Again. Uh, all, right. all right. All right. Ooh. All right. I've been I've been listening to the soundtrack. It's on okay. Spotify. It's on Spotify and it's yeah. real, it's real good. Um, have you watched it in gray yet? I, I was. I'm, I have not. I'm gonna do that probably soon. I have not. No. Um, I've. I. I have to find the time. I have to commit. Right. It's, it's one of those things. It's a. It's, it's a, a commitment. It's a long movie. So. So we got to commit. Um. But I, I'll, I'll. I'll watch it eventually. Um. So more rumors came out this week. Um. By various people, not. Not just the usual suspects. Suspects. So Ray Fisher, uh, he had an interview with Vanity Fair uh, about the entire debacle, and um, and he basically threw it out there, like, everything dude. and everything that we've known and everything that he said in the past. And um, I, I know for a fact, Joel, that I would not feel the same way if uh, if the Snyder Cut would have never come out. Like if the Snyder Cut was like a, a figment of our of our imaginations, I would not feel the way I feel. Hmm. But because it exists, it changes everything. And it, and because it's my favorite superhero movie ever, I I it's mm, it's uh yeah it's bad, it's bad, dude. Um. We got the Ray Fisher stuff, and then uh, was it the next day that uh, Gal Gadot said, "Oh yeah, well 
now that we're talking about it, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. This is what happened to me. And that was real bad. Um, and then after that, today, we got Chris Terrio in an interview with uh, It's Variety, right? Yeah. And uh, he's saying that it was basically uh, artistic vandalism, what uh, what Joss Whedon did to- Vandal? Did he call it terrorism? I can't remember. It was- uh, it was vandal, yeah. It was vandalism. It was yeah. vandalism, yeah. Yeah. It was artistic vandalism. Um, <laughs> it was a nightmare. <laughs> it's a terrorism. Bro, to the point <laughs> that he basically got his. I I read the article after we yeah, after man. we texted a little bit today. Um, and he basically called his lawyer so he can call Warner to take him out of the movie. Like like he did not want to be associated with it, and he co-wrote it. Like he co-wrote the 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 Whedon cut basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he like Chris Terrio is the guy that is like, I don't know what to do with the script. You call him so he can patch it up. Yeah, he also like, helped finish up the script for Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, and he and he he was the one that co wrote uh Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Cause like he patched it up. <laughs> oh, that's all he does. It, that's a, that's his job. And to me, honestly, he does a, a damn good job at it. Cause try with what you got. Yeah, with what what he's given, honestly, he does a good job. Cause um, at the end of the day, you know, Rise of Skywalker is not not, not perfect. Not what it should have been. Yeah, not not what it should have been, but it was not perfect by a long shot. But it could have been, it could have been worse. Honestly, like, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it, Chris Terrio, That's his thing, right? But this was so bad. He did not want to be associated with it, bro. Wow. That's how bad it was. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm just curious to see who from Marvel is the first one to talk, or or are are those NDAs like like sealed shut? Like like are those NDAs airtight? Right? I don't. Who's gonna be the first one for Marvel to come out and so I was like, oh yeah, he was a creepo and and he did this to me and he said this to me. Like I'm waiting for like Scarlett Johansson saying I was like, he threatened me with recasting me because I was pregnant during Age of Ultron and I couldn't do my stuff. I because right now with the way everything is, you would imagine that this is this is a career he's made of himself, you know, being this kind of guy, this kind of human. Um <sighs> Man. It's just so crazy the timing of this dude because like and I don't, I don't I'm not I by no means am like um bet you know saying anything good of Joss Whedon it's an absolute absolutely train wreck what's going on with this guy and this guy is gonna have to face the music and he already is because the industry is not gonna give this guy another chance and he shouldn't um, but looking at what's happening like it kind of makes me think like the way he's been described. It's like, you know, like how like in sports, sometimes you, you've heard these stories of like coaches that took things too far, like the, the coach who like is like overly dramatic and it's just like it's basically borderline abuse. Like what he's mm-hmm. doing in his abuse, like that's how I looked at him coming in. Like like he comes into these projects and he thinks like I'm going to make this amazing, incredible thing and you all are less than me and you better do exactly what I say or else. And it's like and your career. Yeah, and like you're like, whoa, dude, like zero to a thousand. Like, yeah, we're making a big movie here, but 
what the heck? And then, of course, you hear stories about, you know, the women. And then you hear about with, you know, Ray Fisher, like it's bully culture. Like he's preying on certain individuals, which is pretty messed up. The Jeff Johns stuff has been going around for a while. Um, the obviously the Walter Hamada is the real, real um, head of the, yes, Warner Brothers can get involved, but really Warner's hired Walter Hamada. Walter Hamada is the Kathleen Kennedy of the DC films, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So every like when people are mad about them not doing more with the Snyderverse and all that, yes, I'm trying to remember her name and something with, with Warner Brothers, yes. She could get involved, right? She could do that, and and I would like for her to. But at the end of the day, Walter is the guy who he can make these decisions because he's independently running this thing with the, the financial backing of Warner. So, like, what is it that this guy sees that he had to protect Joss Whedon, not protect Zack Snyder, who's given everything that he has to these DZ films? Another thing that's really funny with this whole hashtag we're through the Snyderverse, like Obed, you and I, we've we've seen this thing for a while. We've been here since the beginning of this thing. Like, do you remember how many fans would hate on Snyder? They were like taken away from him. These after specifically after Batman versus Superman, specifically. Like these people were like taken away from him and he's no good, and blah, 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 blah. And people actually got very excited when Joss Whedon came on. Yeah. To- like we were still uh, doing our podcast at that time. I remember that episode too. Um, we were like, "Hey, how do you guys like Joss Whedon?" I remember that conversation, you know. And so at uh, the time, we had no idea these things no, were no, happening. No, no, yeah, like no one spoke and, against him. Um, and and we know that these things have been going on for basically decades now. Yeah, and even when and even when when Ray Fisher came out the first time saying stuff, the only person I think that really backed him was Jason Momoa. If I remember right, and everyone else kind of like stayed quiet and was like, yeah, mm. we don't really want to talk about this. And it's like, you know, we're talking what five years later now, like almost, you almost, know, it's like yeah. four years. Yeah. Four years later. Like, and everybody's like, let me tell you what's been going on with this guy for centuries. You know, it's like, well, you know, I, 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 um, I wish you guys would have backed him from the beginning. I'm glad the Snyder I'm glad that uh, the Snyder cut came out. But, you know, maybe if people would have said more things, maybe Zach could have would have been around more. It's just, it's a, such a series of unfortunate situations, dude. This is going to make an incredible like documentary. This is going to there's going to be theses written on this thing, dude. Like it is an incredible situation. I don't think it's as simple as people think. There's so many different factors at play there's Zack Snyder and unfortunately what happened with his family member passing away you've got uh, you know the stuff going on with Warners you've got mustache stuff going on with Henry Cavill mustache, mustache I mean, gate mustache gate you know you got you know what's going on with Ray Fisher you got Josh Whedon doing this stuff you got Walter Hamada you got allegedly that whole movie was the whole reason why they didn't just stop production and because that's another thing like why went why didn't they why did they bring in Josh to, fi- Josh to finish the film well allegedly you remember this back in the day the whole rumor was basically he was fired like the they were gonna snyder, fire him yeah. they were gonna fire snyder in the middle of filming yeah like like warners did this dude dirty so he was allegedly gonna be fired just so when they had the, the unfortunate passing happen it was like oh good get rid of him because these guys wanted to get an actual bonus 
in time, this movie had to hit its deadline in order for these executives to get a bonus because they assumed it would just make money because it's Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. It's like if you give a bad movie, guys, you're not going to make the money that you, that you think you're going to get. And, and they didn't. And they learned, the yeah, the they, they did yeah. not. It, 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 it bombed in part of the expectation of what, what they were supposed to, what they should have made for it. So, man, if this movie had come out, the Snyder Cut, Wow. I mean, I don't I don't see a four hour movie excuse me coming out, but cut down more, yeah. But a three hour cut of it, possibly, because you know, even Batman v Superman was two and a half hours long. Uh the, that, the, the, the thread version. The well the, the the theatrical version was two and a half hours and then yeah. you know the the ultimate is like what three fourteen, something like that. Yeah. It's pretty long too. Um but I would have you know, maybe a, a three-hour cut of this movie would have come out and then released a four-hour on Blu-ray, you know, back then. Yeah. That would have been uh, a no-brainer, but I, it, it is a serious, serious mess. Um, I, I really don't see Whedon uh, getting more job opportunities no. uh, based on, on the rumors, right, and and how he, he treats actors. I... I to the point that I think actors were, you know, uh, would refuse to work with him. Uh, yeah. The the story that the Ray Fisher said that Affleck almost like punched him, and they had to like talk him down, like talk him down. It's like listen, just like don't because you're gonna get in trouble, and it's like Affleck don't care. He won an Oscar. It's like, no, he right? doesn't He's, care. He won yeah. Oscar as a director as and a, a writer and like and a writer. Yeah. The dude did everything. Yeah, exactly. So it was like. <laughs> Who cares? He got, got two Oscars, and he's been in the news for worse things. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be the worst thing. That, that, that would not. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's like the Tony Stark is like, uh, be honest, this is not the worst thing you caught right. me doing. Yeah, you me do, yeah. Basically, that basically, yeah. Basically, basically the same thing. Yeah, it. Uh, I would. I would have punched him. <laughs> it's like, why not? <laughs> I will not, I will not comment on this on a live recording. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean if I was if I would have been Ben Affleck, right? <laughs> and I was a witness to uh to the things that happened. You know, kudos to to Ben for for not not what giving a, in. Uh but I, but at least I would have come out and said, "Listen, that's what it gets this me. Guy why, is they, like, why did they take so long? I, 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 don't I know, know it's it's a victim's remorse sometimes, but yeah, man, uh, I'm glad that it is coming out at the end of the day. Right? That's yeah. what we gotta look at. And what a mess of a situation. And, and now we know that it's it was it was not just Ray Fisher. And you know, originally we just thought that he was salty because he was cut. He's like mostly cut for the movie, and then the movie comes out. And I was like, oh man. He's basically the main character, and he got cut from the movie. Um, and bro, yeah, it was. It's a, it's a mess, like you said. Someone out there, pro- you know, the guy that did the uh, the Nicholas Cage Superman documentary is probably on it already. Oh no, and that Kevin- guy passed away. Oh, he passed away. Unfortunately, oh, man. while I was at Comic Con that last time, I found out he passed really? away. Really, Comic Con fan. It was so sad, man. John Schnepp, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we we still have Kevin Smith. He can do it. Yeah, Kevin Smith can do it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And if there's anyone like Kevin Smith has been very vocal about it, um, and like he knows because yeah. he's worked with with you know he's friends with Ben Affleck first of all, right? 
Like he knows what's up. And 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 he's worked with Joss Whedon before, so he right. knows. Right. So man, it's uh it, it's again unfortunate that they made Snyder go through all this crap, dude, because it Still was is going uh, through it because he's happy as hell, but it's undes- it was undeserved and at the end of the day, dude, the guy proved that that he can direct a freaking movie, bro. Like I think visually, um, like you know how I feel about Watchmen, right? And I haven't watched the director's cut, um, but I don't think watch. I don't think. I think the issue with Watchmen was he—he he was not the problem with Watchmen. It was the source material. It wasn't for the big screen like that. Hey, yeah. you flame me if you want. That's just me, yeah. right? That's how I. I think that uh, um, the this dude. It's super overrated. The guy that wrote Watchmen and V for Vendetta. And it's like, if you ask me, the guy's out there in a cave in England worshiping snakes or whatever he does. I don't care. But if you ask me, he was, he was overrated. Um, Just from Man of Steel alone, dude, he did a really good job there. And then did. we get this movie. like. But the thing with Watchmen is that visually, at the time, n- there was nothing like it, right? Yeah. And that has been the thing with Snyder. It's like 300 comes out. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing like it. Yep. Watchmen comes out. There's nothing like it. Sucker Punch, it, which is, a, I, I think, yep. a, a mediocre movie. Yeah. It, but there's nothing like it. Yeah. You know, with, uh, you know, you get, you, you even get the, the not happy ending in the movie. It's, and then Man of Steel comes out. And then, and then it's, it's like he, Gave Superman a second chance because yeah. the after what happened with Superman Returns, um, WB was really or DC were really reluctant with with having Superman come back, and and he really put his own spin on the character, and I think he did a fantastic job, and he humanized Superman, which was a thing that was missing from all the other movies, and I know that Superman Returns tried to try to do it with, like, oh, he had a kid with Lois Lane, and he didn't know, right? But, but it just, he's still Superman. It's like, when he's getting beat up with, by, uh, by Luthor and, and his goons, like, I'm still Superman, that's the thing he's saying, you know. I, yeah, I think I think the industry as a whole, this the uh, should apologize to him. Oh, absolutely! There's a lot of people who have made fun of him, didn't give him a chance. Yeah, and like, wow, what what came out of this? Um, I I would have. I'm telling you, I don't usually root for directors to be like also like the fathers of you know entire film universes, but this guy should be the one for this. Like I, I think so. I, I like how we've talked before about John Favreau, what he's doing as a yeah. producer with with being like the head of Lucasfilm kind of thing. It's how I feel about this. Like you, I think Zach and Deborah, him and his wife, Zach and Deborah Snyder, can easily be the producer director combo for the entire DCU. Even bringing in other creators. I mean, think about it. The first Wonder Woman film was written by Zack Snyder. Yeah. Uh, people forget that. So yeah. you know, yeah. Don't forget about it, because look at the sequel. Exactly. No, exactly. I, listen, I know people who are huge fans of Wonder Woman. 
and they liked the sequel, but even they were like, mm, I, I, I see it like this guy. Yeah. And then when you watch the Snyder cut, you're like, this dude took Wonder Woman to the neck and that in this Snyder cut movie, dude, <clears throat> Wonder Woman is, is legitly legit. One of the Trinity members, like she is yeah. rightfully one <clears throat> of the, the big three. Yep. Um, because ah. <laughs> I can tell you, dude, my wife loves Wonder Woman, and yeah. even even she was like, she knows this movie. This movie is not too good. Yeah, she and, knows. And and she watched the entirety of the Snyder cut. Like she watched oh. it, like like the entirety of it. That's a four she, hour thing. Yeah, and she's usually like, like she would go do something. It's like, oh, don't pause it. I'm I'm over here in the kitchen sure. doing stuff, right. dude. She stayed and she watched it nice and 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 it's that's uncommon right so there must there must be something there oh yeah so uh i think the entire industry owes him an apology and i think that if we don't get it right if we don't if if the snyderverse doesn't come back and and doesn't get restored and nothing happens of it i'm sure that because of of this movie, he's gonna get opportunities back. Marvel may call the guy. Don't be shocked. Yeah, maybe this is the guy that that to bring the X Men over. I don't be shocked, man. Just saying, right? Just putting it maybe out there. Better source material than the X than the Watchmen stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Taking jabs. Oh, uh, this thing with and uh, that was the thing with with Watchmen is that. You know, Watchmen itself is a parody, or, or uh, you know, or it is of of superheroes, and it's like like everyone loves the boys, right? On on Amazon, every everyone raves about it, but at the end of the day, the boys, it's 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 Watchmen, but but new. The thing with Watchmen is that it dealt with issues that are not relevant, <laughs> and to me. At all. Unless you watch and the HBO Watchmen, that's a the different. I heard right? correct, different. correct. I heard yeah. I mean, Short we're not talking series that's yeah. really different. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the movie. So right, the movies and the books. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because the movies is the books basically, and uh, it's just the books not for me. That's that's it, you know. And he directed the movie and he did a great job, but it's just that the the source material is not for me. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, Joel, real quick, uh, one uh, big piece of news that we have uh, for this week concerning gaming is that E3 is back. Oh, kinda. <laughs> so they have they've announced that they will have um, E3 in a in an interactive online forum. It's open to everyone. What's really interesting here, Joel? Um, Event takes place usually in the usual dates, 12 uh, through the 15th of June. Um, what's interesting here is who is attending and what's come out of it. So the event itself is being backed by Nintendo, Microsoft, Capcom, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Warner Interactive, and Coke Media, and Konami. What is Konami going to show? I don't know. Something that happened in the, I, I think it was like three weeks, a month ago. Uh, there's a big, big Japanese, uh, sorry, not Japanese. Uh, it's a Korean 
gaming company um, that invested a ton of money in Konami. So um, maybe Konami is going to bring something out. Uh, rumor is that there is a Silent Hill game being worked on, but not in, not by Konami internally. It's being done by some team in Europe. Um, maybe that. Maybe they'll show that. I don't know. Mm. Maybe they'll bring back Metal Gear. I don't know. Um, rumor is that Nintendo's coming in swinging. So that switch pro and all that yep that brings up those uh switch pro rumors um there's another rumor that was floating around this week about um the the dock that nintendo is going to release a dock that is different than the than the regular one that you can use with the old switch Mm. and would do something but there's a rumor right still still rumor um there's leaks and stuff out there for Nintendo, so apparently they they are going to have a big showcase, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. If they I know that they have you know Breath of the Wild two. Um, there's rumors that they're they've been working on a, a Mario Odyssey two since you know one since the first one came out. That was pretty much a, a Switch release title because that came out October 2017. So they've been working on it for a while. Um, there's there's stuff happening. Um, I know Microsoft is uh is it's coming in swinging too because they they need to have a presence. They need to show stuff. Uh, there's another rumor that um the that Microsoft is supposedly publishing Kojima's next game, so it could be like a like an Xbox PC sort of thing, kind of like what this running was like a you know PlayStation PC thing. So there's that rumor. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Sega and Bandai Namco and Square Enix are not part of it. So I'm assuming that they're probably going to have their separate, uh, presentation, not part of the ESA stuff. Uh, and Sony, of course, it's it's not there. Um, the PlayStation experience thing, probably. Yeah. Yeah. They probably have their own, their own separate event. But what do you think, man? I'm happy it's back. I'm happy they're they're still trying to make this happen in some capacity. We know it's not going to be as big and grand as when they have the in-person element and all that. But, you know, just saying that we're going to call it quits just because of, you know, not being able to be in person would not be wise considering that this is literally an electronic expo. Um, So, you know, I'm glad that all these guys are back, and I hope that Nintendo does have some really cool stuff that you know is being rumored there that they really do take advantage of the stage and and do some really cool stuff there. I hope that uh, I hope I hope Microsoft also has some really cool stuff to share with us as well. Um, for those that now know that you know Sony's not going to be there, this is a chance for them to to do something different. Um, I do feel like. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird that there isn't more participants like that. that That's the only list there. But um, I guess that they maybe I don't know if this is a you know a financial thing or a, a too late last minute decision kind of thing. You know, that they just feel like they're better off doing it on their own and their own thing. I feel like the whole point is like when you have the E3 buzz going on, you want to join in in the buzz and have your company associated. It's all it's a marketing thing is what it is. Yeah. So I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, someone like Sony doesn't need it, right? But like 
when you start talking like you're saying like Square Enix or these other ones like you guys probably should have gotten in my opinion you guys probably should have gotten in on this just to keep your name out there and interesting with the the hype and buzz of E3 because like Ubisoft's gonna take advantage of it and obviously you know like it's that's the kind of things that you should be doing if you're a smaller not smaller but one of the larger developers that you know maybe doesn't have a stage of of an actual you know console manufacturer or whatever yep yep um Joe, something that we didn't talk about um this happened about three weeks ago um jade raymond opened a, a new studio called haven and they're going to be working with playstation we didn't talk about it yeah yeah i, yep. I that was a that was a pretty big pretty big announcement i was yeah. very uh, happy to see that yeah because uh she was with stadia right yeah dude yeah <laughs> Stadia. <laughs> is Phil Harrison still with Google with Stadia? He's probably the last one. <laughs> oh man! Stadia. No, but I always, I just always think of her because of obviously helping to create Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So, so yeah, she's she's one of the good ones. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, I know that there's gonna be announcements. There's gonna be stuff happening. So I'm excited. Uh, it's open to everyone. So, so maybe we can take one night and do do something, like do yeah, a live stream so. or something. So yeah, I think that'd be smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we can uh, we can plan that out whenever we have a schedule out for that. Uh, yeah. We'll be we'll be in summer, so we we should be good. Uh, but yeah, should be pretty interesting. Should be a pretty interesting year. Uh, I agree, especially with Nintendo and what they're doing, and uh, new consoles are out, and you know they've had time to breathe, sort of. So. So we'll see, man. Yeah, um, good stuff. We had a good laugh. We had a not so good time with uh with our buddy uh Joss Whedon. <laughs> we but, got we, uh, hey, we got a call for what it is. It was pretty it's pretty bad. It's, it's pretty bad, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um but yeah. Um Joel, let's go ahead and uh wrap it up. Absolutely. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for staying with us for this episode of No Low Time. We invite you to stay connected, stay following us, stay subscribed. You can subscribe to us uh, on audio platforms, uh, podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music. We're out there. Also subscribe to our video version on our YouTube channel. You could also follow us on social media if you're watching the Facebook Live right now. What's up, guys, gals? Good to have you with us. You can always watch our live recordings on, on usually on Thursdays if you're following us on our Facebook page and toggle those notifications to be on for our page. We're also on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. And we're also on Twitch. And, of course, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Thank you all very much, and we look forward to being with you on our next episode. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We will see you again next time.